0: Love the music, the sounds of the season, but I love that we're able to be together here on News Talk 760 WJR for the holidays and leading into them. I'm going to take time off like you should as well to be with family and friends for the holidays, but right now we're together and I'm loving it. I hope you're streaming us. If you haven't done it, do it. You can stream us live at WJR.com, Alexa, or Google Home. Of course, you can download the WJR app and and, of course, there's always thegreatvoice.com for our podcasts. They're there for a while. Get them while you can. You can save them, too, as far as I can see. You can get my father's letter to a friend. Are we? I think we're doing that today again, aren't we, David? We had planned on that. Uh, so we'll have that for you. And then tomorrow's a big day. Uh, Christmas on us at Guernsey Farms Dairy at 21,300 Novi Road, in Northville. Well, when you get a headline like this, Fed ends year without raising key interest rate. Stocks rally as cuts forecast for 2024. So the, remember, the stock markets is kind of always ahead of the game. That's what we believe. David Sowerby knows for sure. He's the managing director, portfolio manager, all-around good guy at Ancora. And it, it not only did the stocks rally, but we hit a record, David.
1: We, we sure did. We're back to levels that were uh, last existed in January of 2022. So the market had gone through the tough year last year. It's rebounded. And best, Paul W., is in the last month, we've seen greater participation, more breadth in the market, rather than that very narrow leadership in just a handful of stocks. All around, better environment in the last 30 days, including yesterday.
0: But did did I read or did you tell me once that the year before an election is a generally good year in the stock market, or did I dream that?
1: No, you're spot on. It's usually better than average. And if average is stocks go up 9 to 10% and the S&P 500 is up 20%, it, it's worked out this year. And then in election years, they're still positive, but below the long-term average.
0: Now here comes the big question. Here we have the Dow jumping 512 points or 1.4% to top 37,000 and surpass its prior peak of $36,799.65 set at the start of last year, as you mentioned. Now the question is, if we're at an all-time high, should people take some of the money off the stock market table and, and protect those Winnings, those earnings, I know nobody can predict what's going to happen next. Otherwise, we would uh, be paying tribute to them every day and following their lead. But nobody can do that. So I guess you might say, if you take it off the table now, out of the stock market, you might miss all the other gains that could come.
1: Absolutely. Maybe if you've got your next tuition payment due, your your daughter's expensive wedding bill coming up maybe you take some off the table here to do a little rebalancing but but i think the key is this that for the for the first nine or ten months of the year the market was driven by only about seven or eight stocks now we're seeing breath or participation rates improve as that happens it gives you a better backdrop for all stocks to go higher in 2024 I wouldn't necessarily be cutting back unless it's just some minor rebalancing because uh, we, we saw this in after nineteen ninety nine when breath improved after nineteen ninety nine for the next five or six years, it was the average stock that outperformed the Nvidia's, Microsoft's, and Apple's per se. So I think there's more room to go here for believing that you know it's it's tough to make a one year call, but I think there's more momentum in the market still.
0: David Sarby with us, managing director, portfolio manager of Ancora, and he always does this very well for us. He takes a look at how the local stocks of great importance are doing. And when I say they're important, it's not just because you may or may not own them. You may or may work you may or may not work for them. Or in the case of the automotives, we're all affected on how they do. How are they doing given the storms they've just gone through?
1: In, in the last two weeks, the autos have rallied, mind you, as the market has recovered and done better recently, the more cyclical stocks like Ford and GM have recovered. When GM had its investor day a couple of weeks ago, they said less spending on electric vehicle uh, and batteries, more share buybacks, growing the dividend, that has proven to be more favorable for GM stock price recently. And then if you go even deeper, Masco, great Michigan company, it's, um, it's up almost 50% this year as, you know, housing's been a little tougher, but people still want to refurb. They want paint. They want lighting fixtures, you name it. And Masco, like many Michigan companies, has been a beneficiary of, a, of a, an economy that's still growing.
0: Wow, that's incredible! Mass go up fifty percent this year. That's great. Now, is back to cars for just a moment, because one of the car companies that seems to be off on their own—they don't even fit into the sector—would be Tesla. And the people who love Tesla continue to love Tesla no matter what. But they just had a recall of virtually
1: every Tesla. Has that affected the stock? Uh, not so much. You know, T- Tesla's still its own animal. You know, the, the stock's been, on a year-to-date basis, Tesla's up 104%, $252 a share. So it's hard to argue against the mark what the market is telling you and voting every day. The biggest challenge with Tesla is, if you're buying it, you're you're paying a priced earnings ratio of next year's earnings of 62. The overall market trades at about 21 times earnings. Tesla, PE of 62 you're you're buying a stock that really has to keep being priced for a sainthood or perfection, Paul. <laughs> well, and you know the problem
0: is, uh, I from the beginning didn't like Tesla as a stock. I didn't even like uh, I like Musk more now than I ever did. Uh, yes. But uh, the problem is, I might be right that it's not a great stock. But people have made millions in the meantime, and they, so
1: <laughs> they they have, and, and there have been years where. At the end of 2021, we saw a stock that went from about $300 a share to $133 a share. So you have to be ready for a uh, what can be a wicked ride after, you know on good years like this year when the stock was cut more than half just a year and a half ago.
0: And Apple seems to be, if there is such a thing, a no-brainer.
1: Generally, yes. And in and, and the mutual fund I manage, there's 31 stocks. Apple is one of them. The, the, to me, the biggest question mark on Apple is where they were growing their revenue at an annualized rate of 8%, 9%, their revenue growth has slowed materially. How is that going to impact future valuations in Apple when their product lineup is still to be very much admired?
0: Hmm. And the and the and there are some Chinese manufacturers that have stolen all the ideas from Apple, all of the intellectual property, and they're now getting into their business and causing some issues.
1: A- absolutely for another day uh, infringement on patent laws and such that that some countries don't live by the protection of private property. Uh I suspect at the end of the day Apple will still be pretty skilled at creating shareholder value.
0: David Sowerby, God bless you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All the regular holidays, we celebrate them them all. And we always appreciate your help, sir.
1: My my great thanks right back to you, Paul. Always good to be with you.
0: David Sowerby, Managing Director, Portfolio Manager, and Cora. By the way, Apple is unveiling a new security feature. An iPhone security update that will better safeguard your device from potential thieves. Uh, Dave Rieger, I'm putting you on notice when we come out and open in this next hour. I want you to fill us in on that since you are our Apple expert. Is he paying attention, Danielle? Did he hear me? I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, she she speaks the truth as we continue.